You're listening to SuperPod, the no-filter MSP show presented by SuperOps.ai, where we go behind the scenes with today's top MSP owners and experts and get to know what they are really doing to evolve their business. Hi, welcome to SuperPod, the no-filter MSP show. I'm Arvind Parthiman, founder of SuperOps.ai. Today, we have a very interesting guest, Tom Watson, Channel Chief Advisor at Ninja RMM. What caught my eye is where he creates valuable instructional content for MSPs there. He enjoys coaching fellow entrepreneurs to stand out in a highly competitive MSP space. And he also started out as an entrepreneur himself. He's been an MSP business owner for 14 years before a successful exit in 2014. He then joined Axiom, where he was the VP of MSP uh, best practices, creating a ton of information, content, and resources to help MSPs grow their business. You'll be hearing a lot on the new trends and advancements in this MSP space from Tom today. So without further ado, uh, welcome to Superpod, Tom. Thank you. Nice to be here. Awesome. All right, let me jump into the first question. I've been waiting to ask this, and uh, especially we have started a company in the AI space as well. right? So A is often considered a luxury and that is a low adoption of this amazing technology. Why do you think today, even with all this di digitalization and modern approach to technology advancements, A is still not a favorite among MSPs? Um, well, I think it's it's not the MSPs first go-to. They are, a lot of them are conditioned to fix a computer by themselves, take action on their own, generally kind of hesitant about a lot of tools. But what I think is happening is that the AI is creeping in on its own without them even being directly aware. I know uh, working for an RMM company, AI is a big component of what we do in that it is monitoring these endpoints and looking for errors, looking for reporting back, and then initiating automated responses based on those errors. So the AI is going to be there and the MSPs are going to adopt it when they adopt this level of automation that comes with the tools. Interesting. Uh, is it also for a fact that it's it's not welcomed well in because of the size of the MSPs? Because a lot of times when you see the small and medium business are trying to get the basics right and AI seems to be a luxury. And or, or is, do you think that enterprise will adopt it first and then it goes down later? Or is it like um, the sentiment is the same across the channels? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is going to be adopted by larger entities that are that are controlling, monitoring more disparate systems where they need a layer that's sitting over top and it's able to look at those inputs from those various, you know, maybe it'd be video, maybe audio, it might be security over here, it could be RMM over here, but it'll sit on that layer and provide that AI piece. But when you start layering up products like that, and you get to its own AI layer, you know, the, the monetary cost to put something like that in place is going to exclude many. Absolutely. Can't argue there. All right. And you also seen that this pandemic has pushed everyone to work remotely and cybersecurity has become more important than ever. And like, are also one, one favorite quote I uh, borrowed is like, this pandemic has accelerated a lot of uh, technology adoption. Then how do you see cybersecurity evolving from here? Yeah, well, what I think we're going to see is there's going to be a much bigger focus on cybersecurity. People are scared. Companies are scared. We've seen what's been going on in the news with hacks. 
the hacks seem to be getting bigger and more devastating to affect people at a personal level. And so I think it's going to be people are going to be taking it seriously. And I think MSPs are kind of at the front line of this, that they're going to have to step up and realize that if they are doing the network support, they're doing the server support, the workstation support, then the client thinks they are doing the cybersecurity. And they think they're, get, they're getting a, a comprehensive plan that's covering them. If the MSPs are going to have to come to the rescue of this and be that front line for cybersecurity, because in addition, we're going to have government bodies, regulatory pop up, they're going to start putting requirements on reporting of incidents, on what level, if you're going to say the word security, what that means. So we're going to see big changes in how IT services delivered. That's interesting. And uh, do, you, do you think uh, MSP should equip themselves in certain areas and they should actually do something to gear themselves up? Absolutely. If they're going to gear up, well, first of all, they all should be gearing up for security because it's going to be, need to be part of your basic offering, at least, you know, your endpoint protection, probably MDR, some back-end SOC services, and be ready with an incident response plan. Doesn't mean you need to have all the expertise, but it means you need to have a plan for it. And it's probably a good idea if you're going to hang your shingle out there and use the word security at all to have someone on your staff that has a couple of advanced security certificates and some real training in it. So you're going to have to gear up. You're going to have to get more education. You're going to have to make sure you have the right connections to the right vendors, the right products, and that you can really say we are providing your security when you're talking to your clients. Right. And the partner channel has been an important source of uh, uh, revenue, even in my past companies. Right? But with the move to the cloud, the scope of work has reduced. Like, How do you suggest a partner channel change the game to plan and to get more from cloud infrastructure partnerships? So for instance, uh, MSPs eventually were actually taking care of everything end to end before it moved to cloud. Now their uh, game has become a little bit uh, leaner and most of the things have been taken care of by the cloud providers. So how can uh, MSPs make more revenue out of this cloud infrastructure partnerships? Well, you know what I think you need to do is they need to bundle up as many things as tightly as possible and not unbundle that for clients. So they need to come up with a good offering that allows the MSP to come in with a per seat price that is in a reasonable range but still make a margin on that. And that's gonna be made up of, you know, if, you, if you're gonna give a client an all-in seat price, make sure you're providing them the basics, the antivirus, make sure you're providing them the help desk services, maybe some, maybe some web, maybe some DNS filtering, their, their service hours, but make sure you figure out exactly what they need and you price that appropriately going in. And that when you're talking to cloud providers, if you're doing, cloud backup, make sure you're getting the best price, make sure you're bundling in the right amount and negotiate those prices. Because and that's what I'm finding is MSPs out there being nickel and dime, they feel like that. They feel like they have to go to a dozen different vendors or more to provide their offerings. And there's often very little sweet spot left of that. So you gotta be really tight on your numbers and on your requirements and making sure you deliver exactly what the client needs. That's very interesting, awesome, awesome. Right. And one other thing which I also noticed, right? So I've been uh, in the MSP space for a while and I took a break and uh, 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 moved my career to a different uh, space altogether. But when I come back here, right, I still see there have been a lot of communities in the ecosystem, right? I see there are 
really, really good communities, but specialized in certain things in uh, MSP space. And there are a lot of vendor communities, there are neutral communities, but I, I don't see one large uh, one-stop shop where this is where I go to learn everything under one roof, right? So it's like, it can be like something like HubSpot for all the marketers or Atlassian or uh, uh, Atlassian Jira community for developers. Like, do you think there is a need for an hour to consolidation of communities where we, we go to one place to uh, uh, learn everything for MSPs? Yeah, well, what I think has happened because we're sitting there as MSPs in unregulated industry. Unlike most other skilled trades like that, you would have to have licensing. And that licensing would be attached to education. But we're sitting here with none of that. As a result, that's kind of been left to the vendors with some exceptions. But you're getting most of your education for this kind of stuff from Microsoft and Cisco and outfits like that. But you know, there, there is one other location too, probably become more prominent is CompTIA. And CompTIA provides a place to go get a lot of these answers, a lot of these affiliations and these certifications and trainings. But I think what we're gonna see as we have more government regulation, particularly over cybersecurity, what MSPs are doing, because that's such a point of intrusion that we're gonna start to see as governments start requiring regulation of these things and certification by these businesses, we're gonna to start to see cottage industries of education pop up. It's probably more specific to this and more classes you can take, more outlets and more of a center for that education. And I also uh, happened to uh, uh, read about this one particular uh, report. Uh, I don't remember exactly who it was, but the report states that one of the most requested uh, innovation in one space is going to be noise reduction. I think that was one of the most requested uh, area of development and the complaint. Uh, people want more uh, innovations in that space. So what's your take? Like what kind of innovation do you think uh, we can do uh, in the noise reduction space? Because there's so many signals, so much for them to just manage those. So what's your take on that? Um, well, in the monitoring space, I think you're going to see more movement to picking up what endpoints are doing besides just your typical servers and workstations. You're gonna see an emphasis on picking up all of the data, all the chatter that's going on in the network, all the devices that are talking. So you can also monitor what new is coming in because we of course we know one way to hack a system is to introduce new hardware into it. So I think we're gonna see more granular ability to monitor those devices, more granular controls of whatever devices can be on the network. Because with this explosion of the internet of things, we're having more and more sit on the land or on the land, and we need to make sure it's under our management control. That's nice. Awesome. Tom, I have something special planned for you. I have a rapid fire round, uh, uh, like quick two minutes. Like I'll ask you a bunch of questions and uh, uh, if you're ready, like, we can go to the rapid fire round. Awesome. So I'll start with the easy one. What is your biggest MSP pet peeve? Not answering the phone. <laughs> I hear something. <laughs> nice. All right. If, if you weren't an MSP, uh, in the, if you weren't in the MSP space, what would be your alternate career? Yeah, I don't know. I can't really imagine anything else, but I'd probably be uh, something in exercise sports science. Nice, nice. All right, if you were to give an advice to someone starting an MSP business now during this time, what would that be? 
bake in your security offering from day one, make it something you lead with, okay. and that's going to serve you very well. And uh, I'm sure that events are opening up a little bit. And what is this one conference which you are looking forward to attend this year? Oh, as always, can't wait to go to IT Nation. IT Nation. Awesome. Okay. And uh, one resource where you think we can actually consume uh, information about MSP. Right? It can be a blog or a podcast, which you closely follow. I like, I like to tune into channel E2E and get their daily newsletter. Yes, I think that's that's been one of the top <laughs> recommended space. And uh, I have one last question. So, if you were to recommend someone else as a uh, as a guest in our next show, who would you recommend? I'll recommend George Bardisi. Awesome, that would be great. Awesome, that that went well. So, Tom, thank you for uh, uh, being part of Superpod and Open MSP show. And uh, looking forward to having you in many more such uh, podcasts. And uh, thanks for and very, very interactive to the point. Uh, uh, thank you so much. Great. Thank you very much.